Welcome to the Three Now Podcast. All right. Welcome to the Three and Out Podcast. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? Uh, today, we're going to dive in. Well, baseball starts on Thursday, April 1st. So we're going to do a little Mets and Yankees preview since those are our favorite teams. Give you some MVP candidates, uh, young candidates, and who we think is going to win the World Series, a.k.a. the Mets. Um, it's great to have baseball back. Let's throw that out there for our full 162 over a whole summer rather than that 60-game experiment last year. I couldn't agree more. I there's no greater feeling than uh, well, one of the top three or four greatest feelings in sports is opening day in major league baseball. And this year we get a full slate of games. We get the spring out of the way. We're not going to have guys coming in here super cold to start the season. Uh, we're back to normal and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I didn't know what to really think of last year. Like, obviously it's baseball. You wanted to, you, you wanted it, but I don't it know. didn't feel real. It it doesn't, none of the stats mean anything to me. It's just kind of all like, it was for entertainment. I guess getting, getting hurt left and right because they started spring training, stopped and they started again and they stopped. It's like, and I, when we were, when I was looking up, you know, some stats and stuff for the game preparation for the show, it was like, okay, league leader in home runs, Luke Voigt. Oh, he had 22. It's like, uh, how do you, how, you know, how do you guys accept, I, I don't know. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at pitching stats and starters going uh, 36 innings, and it's like, oh, that's and is that good? Like, that's a small sample size. I can't take any of this seriously. I mean, the the per- perfect example is Bowers Cy Young. I mean, he dominated, but then you looked at the competition he pitched against, and it was shit. Wait till you see what I wrote about him in my preview. <laughs> it was not kind. <laughs> well, but, uh, so. And, you know, with that wild, uh, I mean, you know, with that experiment, we also had a wild off season, right. You know, so a lot of, a lot of changing faces, new, new faces, new teams. Uh, what do you, what were some of your, uh, your most, uh, wh- who are you most excited about seeing on a new team? I guess the projects, you got to go with the projects, right. You Darvish and Blake Snell going over there. Um, Joe Musgrove, who we all don't think is very good. He's actually a pretty solid pitcher too. I think he's an underrated piece they added over there. Uh, it just feels like the Padres are ready to take that next step. So I like didn't, the Snell and I like the Darvish acquisitions. Didn't we think that about the Padres a couple of years ago, though? Remember when they made up, when I made all those moves, Matt Kemp and Justin Upton and whoever else they signed that one year? Hosmer. Eric, <laughs> well, no, Eric Hosmer was a couple years later, but they got Craig Kimbrell. You know, they went out and made all those major moves. They also sold after like four months, didn't they? Right around then. And Justin Upton is Justin Upton. Yeah, Justin and BJ. Yeah, so I don't know. They didn't have the they didn't have the superstar caliber players like Machado and Tatis at that time. Yeah, I mean, they I, tried to buy it in the Uptons, but the Uptons obviously aren't, aren't, yeah. aren't yeah. cornerstones that you build around. Yeah. So another team that made a lot of moves, the Blue Jays. Very excited to see what happens with the Blue Jays. I mean, I'm not thrilled that they're in my division, but it is exciting to see the young homegrown talent. Uh, up on the you know they're they're a focal point now in, in the major league. So yeah, they they built it sim- similar to what the Padres are trying to do: get a couple of those big names, but you have those homegrown guys who you're yeah, not, yeah. you don't have to pay it. Right, Vlad uh, dropped what forty pounds or something like that over the winter. So yeah, hopefully he puts up forty homers. That'd be exciting. What about you, Ed? Who do you who, who are you excited to see? I mean, outside of the obvious, the the Arenado to St. Louis was a, I don't know if we all knew he was going to get traded, but I don't know if we expected it now or St. Louis. I don't know. St. Louis making that type of trade doesn't seem like they, something they do often. Like talking about homegrown guys, like they rely on that. Yeah. I'm, I, I think that's a great fit for him. I think he's going to go, he's going to have monster numbers in St. Louis. I see. I'm the total opposite there. I think that he's a great player. Uh, probably one or two top defensive third baseman in the league, but I think his offense was kind of a product of course field. And- I, I feel like the, the Rockies are built, their lineups built a little different where he's got some other big bats around him. St. Louis doesn't necessarily have those power threats. They have good hitters, but they're not going to beat you with the long ball. I mean, they're not just an all around 
phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of that matters. But people said the same thing about DJ LeMahieu that he was only a his offense was only a product of Coors Field, and then look what he did. That's true. I got some splits here. So Arenado at, at Coors Field. That's 322 with a 376 on base and a 609 slug. Is this yearly average? Is this what you're doing? No, this yeah. is his career numbers. Okay, all right, all right. So at Coors Field, 322, 376, 609. On the road, 263, 322, 471. So a significant drop off. And as a fantasy owner, I've noticed that too. That's the only thing with Arenado. I'm not, I don't think he's going to drop 41 and 100 anymore. I think he might be in the 23. 89 range and be looked at as a disappointment, Ooh. which isn't fair I, to him. You got to remember, though, he's going to the NL Central and he's got some band boxes he's going to hit in. I think Just the average, average is going to take a dip, but I think the homers are still going to be there when he's going to Cincinnati. He's going to Wrigley. Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh, like he's got some parks where <laughs> some fly and, balls. And you stadium is not a, not a pitcher friendly park either. No. So it'll that'll be interesting. And what what else do you guys like? Yeah, who who made moves? Well, obviously the biggest one is our beloved Mets welcoming Francisco Lindor, our new face. Sure, that, um, that one came out of a uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Well, it kind of did, did and didn't. We like heard rumblings. I just yeah. never really liked the buy into any of those. Well, especially well that was under name. our old especially regime. That name. Yeah. So let me ask you guys about that. So Steve Cohen, the, the sale goes through, and then immediately he makes a splash like that. As a Mets fan, what are you guys thinking when that happens? Finally. That's what we expected. Yeah, this is everything I wanted. So. What, was the, what was the last move that had this kind of significance that you guys made? Was it? And that wasn't Cespedes. This is bigger than Cespedes was. You can That's throw it. Cespedes in there, but I never – I can't identify what Cespedes' prime was because he came here so late. So my only thing, it would probably be Beltran when we signed him as a free agent. That was probably our last like big splash like that. Which was, what, was 2006? Yeah, seven? that was 06, yeah. yeah. Cespedes, I mean, as far as a player, I don't, he obviously not on that level, but for when he that second half he had. Yeah, his impact yeah, was, yeah. Perfect. But you weren't expecting that type of impact. From no, Cespedes. you were expecting a, a good. But Lindor, you're expecting gold gloves, yeah. batting titles, MVP considerations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think I'm totally him. expecting him to change the entire dynamic of what our lineup. We had the best average in the league last year. We just couldn't hit with anybody on base. So adding him now, alpha down year, which I contribute to 2020. I think Lindor is about to go off. I think our whole lineup is one of the deepest in the league. I thought that that was so unfair that, that you could say that Lindor had a, a lot of people said Lindor had a down year last year. I thought that was totally as far fetched as you could be because of this experiment that we had. You can't take anybody's number serious not, last year. And throughout my whole review thing I was doing, I named that for so many people. You just can't yes. take 2020 seriously. So many guys had, look, look at the Christian other guys. Who, yeah. Look Spent at like the other 220. guys, the other shortstops who were going to be on the market. Baez had a shitty year for him. Uh, Correa. Correa had a no. Yeah, he was decent. But you think about guys like Lindor, guys like Yelich, they need 150 games. They're going to go on a streak of like 40 games in a row where they're just unstoppable. They're going to bat 340 over like a month and a half stretch, which is going to bring them to the the level that we know them as. I don't know. I just really have really high expectations this year, and I know I shouldn't do that to myself. But we got him for nothing, essentially. Like, Jimenez is a nice piece. Rosario, I was kind of over that. And we got Carrasco with it. Yeah, so but I, you're, I, you know what, though? Jimenez trade. is nice, and, and these guys are nice pieces that you sent away, maybe, potentially. But you're the fucking Mets. You're in New York, right? You need the big. You need the big names. Fifteen oh, years made a splash like this. I mean, come on, that's the move. Yeah, it's a move that had to be made, and it's looking like that deal is going to get done. Yeah, they had yeah. dinner last the night. Dinner? I keep reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw someone. I forget what Mets blog it was. Bitching that Cohen tweeted. Oh, how much do you guys think I should pay him? And they were like, "Oh, that's unprofessional." It's like, dude, who cares? Yeah, it's better than not paying him and letting him walk. Like well, old owners, what will happen? So, fuck out of here with that. So, what's what's the expectation for you guys, contract wise and money wise? I'm fully prepared my head. to go for anything. Yeah, 
the top of my head, I'm thinking eight years, 310. Eight years, 310. How old is he right now? 30? 27. 27. 20, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. 27. Yeah. So eight years is definitely reasonable. It so feels probably like he's older. Probably going to be like 350. I'll no, give him a 10 year 350 right now. What What do you think is too much? 400? Yeah, if we're approaching 400, then I might have to shy away from that. But yeah, I mean, if he was 22, like Soto, then, then sure. yeah, certainly you can have this. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's a shortstop. He will lose his legs probably around 33 ish, which is six years. So if you give me six years of seven, eight year contract and of great baseball, then I'm satisfied. And luckily, he's not he's not a big guy either. Yeah, he's not a big guy. No, he's like like Correa, like you you know he's moving to third base in three four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. What other what other moves did the Mets make that you guys like that you didn't like? I personally like James McCann behind the plate. Um, when he came up with the Tigers, he wasn't really much, but when he was with the White Sox. The Tigers. Yeah, he solidified himself last year with the White Sox, and I think he's looking for a starting spot. And I think we were also looking for that kind of catcher, and it was just a perfect match. I'm glad we didn't go spend on Real Muto or anybody like that. Yeah, I had no problem with them immediately just going to get McCann. A lot of people gave them shit for that, but it's like you, I dragged that out. You had other moves you wanted to make. McCann was was catching Giolito, although when Giolito blew up, he caught that no hitter that Giolito threw. Uh, the White yeah. Sox staff loves him, so and especially with the expectations on your guys' rotation, right? And a lot of new, not not a lot, not let me rephrase, not a lot of new faces per se. But you want to give McCann as much time to familiarize himself with the rotation before spring starts, so he can watch tape, he can get to know these guys, and have a faster chemistry building time once spring exactly. starts. Yeah, I, like I think that. that was huge. And and honestly, the money wasn't bad for McCann either. So I think that was a win win for the Mets. Yeah, you bring uh, look at you bring Sandy Allison back, and good shit happens. Yeah, he I got he he unfairly got a lot of shit there in the Wilpon years about being cheap, and it's like, well, he's trying to find guys that he thinks have something left. Alejandro yeah, but, De Gaza, people like that. Yeah, it's not his money. He can't spend anything he wants. He's got a cap. These guys stick to back with the Wilpons. Real, real quick, so this is a sidetrack talking about those type of guys. Jed Lowry, starting second baseman for the A's. What the fuck is that? Yeah. So I, I was looking up. He's batting 146 in the spring. He started so off like sudden, three for four. Hasn't gotten a hit well, since. He couldn't even get it. He couldn't even walk. <laughs> he was with us. He had seven total at-bats in two years, <laughs> I believe. And that zero hits. Robbed. One walk. I got robbed. That was a Brody move there, but anyway. Brody, what a bat. Yeah, good riddance. Wow, he was awful. <laughs> he, he went back awful. to a team, right? Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The, I don't know where he, he hired him to, to be in charge. Yeah, he's like the head head of it now. Interesting. All right, so what else? What's Pete Alonso going to do? What like what else you guys got on the fence? I think Pete Alonso has a huge back bounce back season. I think twenty twenty was the whole. Everyone killed him for the year he had, but. When you look at what he was on pace for, he's still on pace for close to 40. I, I think everybody thinks that he's going to be like a 300 hitter, but no, this is yeah. not the case. He's going to be 250. He's going to hit 40 bombs. And he's going to strike out a lot. That's just something you have to live with when he's producing 40 and 120. So, yeah. He's not. Where's he sitting in the lineup? What's the, what's the projected lineup right now? I think, I got Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The one I saw was, damn, who the fuck was leading on? Now I forgot. Who was Nimmo? Nimmo, Nimmo, Lindor, Conforto, Alonso. I saw Alonso fifth in one lineup. Yeah, I think they might put Dom in the fourth fourth spot. Yeah, they go lefty righty. Well, no, because then Conforto and Smith back to back lefties. Yeah, then you got Alonso and they. I saw McNeil slate. McNeil was like sixth. Yeah, yeah, and JD, and then um, McCann, and then our pitcher. Yep, yep, yep. So Nimmo, Lindor, Conforto, Alonzo. I think Conforto is going to have a huge year this year. I think like 35 in a hundo. He batted 322 last year. In 2020, yeah, we were saying that like a lot of that doesn't count, but a guy like that who is still kind of coming up and improving still like kinda, that. You know, he's not still kind of coming up. 
He's just a st- real streaky hitter. Yeah. But he's starting to hit month. lefties. That was his problem. Yeah. He'll have lefties. that month. He'll have that month where he hits 360, but he's going to go through a two week stretch where it's like, oh boy. I think he's the pitches he's going to see with the guys around him, with like yeah. the door in front of him, and then Dom or Alonzo behind him. I think he's going to have a huge year. He's got to have a good year for Lindor to go off because they're not going to want they, you got to, you got to make guys want to pitch to Lindor rather than Conforto, or I could see them flip flopping in the lineup. We also have to pay Conforto. That's another guy I want to get locked up right now. I think it'll happen. I think it's just not going to be the opening day thing just because he's a Boris guy. Boris is not, he's not going to do it. He'll bet on himself, go off this year. We'll have to pay him even more. So you guys are confident in one through nine in the Mets lineup, right? 100%. I would, yeah. I would change him. Have you, have you been more confident than you do with this year? It's been a while. Been a while? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just look at them this year and it just feels different. Like I, I think the, honestly, I think, Tom Smith is going to have a better year than Alonzo. And I'm not saying that because I'm down on Alonzo. I just think Tom <laughs> Smith is going to fucking hit. I love Dom. Up. I just, I can't buy into him for some reason. I don't know why. Like he's not, he's never, he's not going to be a 30 home run guy. He's a gap hitter. And that was the problem when he first came up, they wanted him to be a power guy. And that's not, he's kind of like Conforto. He wants, he's a doubles guy. Yeah. Through he's the minors. He was barely ever. touching 13 homers and minors and all that. You know? Yeah. That's just not him. Interesting. What about the rotation? I like it, even though Carrasco's hurt. The Carrasco injury was definitely a letdown. It was kind of like the old Mets feeling where something stupid happens and he gets hurt. Uh, But, I mean, we got got the ace. Taiwan Walker's good. That's the one I'm – I was – I think he's going to have a pretty – I was shocked when I saw his numbers from last year. Like I'm not paying attention. He was good in Arizona, but he had some fucking insane numbers. If he gives me a 3.6 ERA, I'll gladly accept. Is he penciled in as the fourth starter? He's third right now. Yeah. Behind DeGrom, Stroman. Stroman's gathering a lot of hype about Cy Young too. What do you guys think about that? Who is that? Marcus Stroman. A lot of a lot of ex players are naming him as the dark horse, like CC. But I mean, I get it. That's CC's boy. But there's a lot of guys saying he's gonna have, and he's he's looking to get paid too. It's true. Stroman's never been. I mean, Stroman's a good pitcher. He's a good three four guy. I'm just curious to see if he can take that next step because he's gonna have an ERA around like three point five four. He gives up he's runs. Another, he gives up hits. He's too. another. He's another guy with the the injuries. He's had. A, He's always had little bullshit injuries here and there that kind of held him back. He's talking a well, lot of stuff that I like to hear right now, though. So, oh yeah, I love that he's talking what everything he says. People give him too much shit. Like, who cares? He's outspoken. He's trying to have fun. Like, just at the end of the day, many people, way too many people on Mets Twitter would give him shit for. If he's getting rocked and there's a six ERA through May, yeah. then yeah, okay, but exactly, that's highly doubtful. When's yeah. when is Syndergaard due back? July. I've been seeing that he's throwing ninety seven already. So I saw they're, it was early in June, but I don't think they'll yeah. push him. They're saying it might be a race to see who comes back between him and Carrasco. Who comes back first? I mean, those oh. are imagine getting those two back. We have a good first few months, and those two come into our rotation around June. It's that's going to be wild if Noah comes back in the end of June, and then you move Stroman down to three, and then you got Walker and Carrasco four or five. I mean, that's one of the best rotations in baseball. The thing about this Mets team is they finally got depth in positions that need it. So like starting pitching. So we brought in Lucchesi, we traded for uh, Yamamoto, uh, Peterson. We have every other year. We're just going for Chris Flexens and every other year. Those are three guys that you have in your rotation with nobody behind them. Bringing up Corey Oswald, who actually pitched nice this spring, but uh, like Chris Flexen and these guys who are coming up, making their spot starts. We know they're going to get rocked. They're going to go three innings max. But now we finally have some guys that have actually done it. So I think that was another thing that they addressed. Even the bullpen depth. I mean, we got some sketchy guys in there, obviously, but um, I saw we just told Vizcaino he's not going to make the team, but because he's he's was like a, a couple weeks late, but he was he's been touching ninety eight again on the gun. If somebody like that could come in and take Familia's spot, say that's big. I mean, Arodis Vizcaino is a huge upgrade over Tyler Bachelor 
and guys like that <laughs> who I've had to watch come up and get rocked. So yeah. I just think even in the outfield, we have uh, Malik Smith, Pilar. Yeah, you have we all just these have guys. veterans that can come off the bench and actually make a difference instead of relying on bums. You're ready to win. And yeah, every got, winning team has these type of guys. The Kevin Pilar yeah. is off. 100%. You're not going to find these guys on the it, fucking Pirates. Like, I, I love the, I love the, what our bench looks like. Uh, maybe we might be missing that big bat, power bat off the bench, but I mean, you've got super utility guy in VR. You've got Guillaume, who's a fucking stud defensively. And then you got Pilar and Almora, who they're not ridiculous with the bat, but they could. They can hold their own any, when you're giving one of these guys a day off. And Kevin Pillar is going to be used eighth inning, uh, exactly. defensive substitutions, go out and save a couple runs. That's yep. it. And Al- Albert Omoro, too. Did you say him yeah. already? Yeah. 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 Sorry. So, all right. So, what is the overall feeling on record? Like, where are you guys going to finish in the standings? How many games are you going to win? What are your thoughts there? You guys are in a tough division, probably the second. Uh, yeah. maybe the toughest in baseball. I I say we have the toughest division in baseball. It's it's definitely it's definitely right there, right at the top. I think it comes down to us and the Braves. Their pit their pitching to me is what I don't know. I'm not in love with their pitching. The Braves have a bunch of young guys who haven't done it over the full 162. Is this the year? Could be. Could be. They have a great offense. So I mean, what they came within the. They almost beat the Dodgers. They were up 3-1 in the NLCS. Yeah, that's what I mean. They were probably a pitcher away from closing it out. Yeah, they made some up. They added, like, Charlie Morton and some veterans into there. I think Felix signed there. Or no, Felix is in Baltimore. Yeah, Felix is with our Felix boy Matt Harvey. There, right, and then he's decided not to play. That's what it was. Not that yeah. it mattered. I don't know. The, I'm not, the Braves also brought in Drew Smiley. You know? Guys, that who did Drew Smiley get traded for from Tampa? For to Tampa to the to Tampa? Yeah, it was a massive blockbuster deal. Drew Smiley was the focal point going to Tampa for somebody else from the Tigers. Was that it? Yeah. To to Tampa. What, what, when was this? Like five years ago. Blockbuster deal. Was it a three-team deal? I, I, Smiley went, I thought you knew. <laughs> Smiley went from Detroit to Tampa for somebody that went from Tampa to Detroit. Oh, oh wow. I got you guys, huh? I'm trying. I've got, I don't know. I'll give, give you about 10 more seconds. Drew Smiley, a Tampa Bay Ray going to the Tigers. No, he no. To, he was on the Tigers. He got traded to Tampa for so Ray going to the Tigers. Uh, yeah. And then that, then that tiger stayed for like three months, and then was a free agent and left. David Price. <laughs> wow, I totally forget David Price was a tiger. Yeah, he went to the Tigers for a half a year, and then he went to Toronto. I, I think the Nationals are actually a little better this year. Josh Bell looks like he's about to go off. I think then they had. They added some nice pieces in that offense, but I think the pitching last year, they all had kind of had down seasons, but I think that can be contributed to the 2019 World Series run as well as the whole. I think uh, they're, they're headed down. I think they're headed down a path they don't want to be going down. How so? They owe so many people money at the end of the contracts. Yeah, sir. I mean, Scherzer's obviously awesome, but he's, what is he, 33? 34 or something like that now? Scherzer's ERA was uh, over three for the first time since 2014 last year. Wow. Strasburg's a fucking ticking time bomb. Corbin, I mean, I don't really, I never thought he was that good to begin with. They brought in your boy, John Lester. <laughs> Can't wait till we so, 10 bases against him. So the Mets are clearly better than the Nationals, right? So do you have them finishing? You have the where do you, where do you where's the rankings of the division? I have the Mets finishing at 9963. Wow, that's generous. Very generous. I, I, I had them in 96 range, 95, 96. Like I guess it's between them and the Braves, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I have the Braves right right at 90 and 72. 
the Braves, I don't know, they're pitching. I just don't – like, is Ian Anderson going to pitch that good again? Is I don't think so. You know that – you mentioned right, Bruce Mar- You guys so. both have Mets winning the division. I think I have, I have, the- I have a – I have a few teams here. I think that they, in the NL East, I have four teams at 500 or better. That's how good our division is. I have the Phillies at like 81, 81. And then Nationals are like 82 and 80. Well, you can flip either of those. And it's like basically the same thing, but I think they're kind of the same team. They're going to be annoying. They're going to get hot. They're going to beat you, but they're also not teams to take seriously. And the Marlins aren't bad either. Marlins made the playoffs last year. Yeah, I... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Marlins finish ahead of Philly. The Marlins have, uh, I've been reading about like they have a innings limit on six though. And uh, a lot of their young guys, but like Sandy Alcantara, I actually have as a uh, dark horse, Cy young candidate. He's good. He can throw innings. He's done it. And even with, even with those innings limits, they're the type of team that'll call some kid up. who can. They have a lot, of depth. a lot of depth in yeah. the pitching with all their young guys. So, yeah. I have them finishing last, but our division's stacked. So, yeah, interesting. I think the Mets will win the NL East as well. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one of these one of these Yankee fans that hates the Mets. Like, I hate people like that. Why can't we root for the Mets if we're Yankee fans? It's like it's like forbidden or some shit. Fuck that. I have no yeah. problem. With I can't root for the Yankees. That's what I mean. Why? I don't understand. I just <laughs> I just don't like them. I think it's because we we're growing up and they were winning all the time. And I, uh, I always remember when they lost the Diamondbacks and it was like, holy shit, Yankees can lose. Because you think about it, they're in, they're winning all the World Series from like eight, nine. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get that. I, I, guess I felt I was like, like screw these guys. I felt and like that, that when we were younger. Now for me, it's just certain, certain guys I can't fucking stand. On the Yankees? Like Brett Gardner, I can't fucking stand that guy. Why? I don't know why. He's just annoys the shit out of me. He's a great Yankee. He's had like a great Luke Voigt is that guy for me. I just get get out of my face, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I, 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 if the Mets won the World Series, I would be, I would root for them. As long as they weren't playing the Yankees, I would root for them as my second team, just because I'm for New York winning. I don't look at the Yankees anymore as like that premier team, like I did back then. We're like, you know. I, well, I, premier as it gets. I mean, yeah, you're there, but you're not winning much. So no, we haven't been, we haven't been to the world series in over a decade. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like back when we were growing up, which created that stigma for me was you were in the world series every year. Yeah. So now it's like, Oh, you're just another team. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Yankees this upcoming year. It's going to be uh, the AL East, the NL East and the AL East are probably the two top divisions just because the Blue Jays, and the Yankees are carrying the AL East. And then, the, you know, the Mets division, the NL East is super stacked. But the Yankees, I'm worried about the pitching rotation. You know, they let Tanaka go. They let Hap go. They let uh, Paxton go. We signed Kluber, and we traded for Jamison Talion, which is uh, troubling for me, right, because Talion's had two Tommy John surgeries. He hasn't pitched since 2019. He's coming into a, a, a hitter's ballpark. Where he gave up home runs before. Yeah, he has a high strikeout rate. He did, but he gives up a lot of homers. Kluber hasn't pitched more than seven innings in two years. So those are our number two and number three pencil starters right now. How and the, with the history problems that the with the history of pitching problems that the Yankees have had, it just befuddles me why we wouldn't do more to address to address that. Now, granted, you got Herman coming back, right? Herman won 18 games in 2019. But who knows? Uh, who knows how he's going to be re- received in the in the locker room once the season really really begins? Because a lot of the guys were kind of hating on him a little bit in the media. Uh, but who knows? Was that a fluke year? Is he our is he our four starter, or is Montgomery and Debbie Garcia? I think you're going to need Garcia at some point to take that step forward. I do at least too. string a few starts together that yeah, are consistent. Be, yeah. Doesn't have to be dominant, but he's gonna have to. He's got to yeah. be a good for three starter for us. He's got to be good enough to win the game with that offense because the offense you're probably gonna yeah. get five six runs a game. Yeah, yeah. Give, from Debbie Garcia, give me give me twenty five starts 
and give me like a, a, a just below four ERA and I'll be okay with it. As a, 20, kinda, a 21 or 22-year-old, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. That's the same kind of thing I'm looking at for Kluber. Like, just don't blow the game. Yeah, just keep us in it. Wrong. Give me five innings. I honestly, yeah. I think Kluber is going to be awful. Do you? I'm not buying into him. I think that he's done. Um, I trust I trust Tyon more than him. I trust Tyon, too. I think Tyon takes that step to come up, but I think Kluber just threw too many innings over that stretch. Um, when he was with the Indians, let me see. This. Yeah. He went 235, 222, 215, 203, 215, all yeah. consecutive years. And yeah. then took the drop off, hit a 5.8 with that last year in Cleveland. Then last year, he pitched one inning. I don't yeah. think he's, I think he's done, to be honest. I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what he's still got. He hasn't looked terrible in the spring, but he hasn't looked great. It would be interesting, though, because then if he, let's say he gets hurt, right, then you have you have Cole, Italian, Herman, Devi, and Jordan Montgomery. Does that rotation really scare anybody? Probably not. Probably not. And even if those backing guys only go five innings, we already lost Britain. We traded out of Vino. Tommy Canely signed with the Dodgers, and we signed uh, Justin Wilson and Darren O'Day. Yeah, like, I mean – that doesn't excite me, right? I'm not thrilled about the rotation or the bullpen. Chapman, Chapman's another year older. Once that guy stops throwing 100 and he drops down to 94, that guy's going to be hittable all over the place because all these guys that damn fastball slider is not going to seem as as filthy as it does without the fastball at 100. How do you feel about Luizaga? You want him in the pen, or you think he can yeah. start? Yeah, no, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start him. He's my he's my like Seth Lugo. Yeah, that's you a know? good comparison. He's going to come in when guys are, when Kluber gets shelled in the first inning and he's going to give me four innings to patch me up. Like that's my guy for that role. Talking about Mets, Luis Sessa, when he was with us, he was fucking terrible. Luis Sessa. <laughs> he's not bad. Luis Sessa. He, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what to make of him. I think he could be off the roster. Like I could see him being a guy that doesn't even make a roster. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. He he's bounced around and like he's has. There's been times he look he's looked like a half decent. He hasn't arm. been bad for us. He's got a nice little cutter when it's on. It's really fucking on. But I think the Yankees are in a position where they have to go make a splash at the deadline for a big time starter. What do you think of Garrett Cole? Last year was good, but he had uh he gave up 14 homers in 73 innings. Don't care. He had 29 and 212 the year before. I don't, I'm not going to put anything on last year for anybody. I'm not doing it for anybody. I didn't do, I said it was unfair to do it with Lindor. I'm not going to do it to Cole. I'm not going to do it to Boyd hitting 22 homers and leading the league in homers. I don't even do it with LeMahieu winning the batting title. To me, it doesn't count. Doesn't, I mean, it counts, but it doesn't matter. I can't, I can't roll that over. I just can't do it. Um, I don't uh, know. I just think that I think Cole's prone to give up the homer and that's not good for your ballpark. It, listen, even if he does, as long as he that's all he does is give up the solo home. Yeah, if granted, he, I mean he he struck out like 94 and 73 innings and it was seven and three. So he was fine, but I think he's gonna be fine. I think he's gonna win 21 games. Like I think I think this is his gonna this might be his best year in pinstripes. I think after this year, you're gonna start to see a, see a slow dip every year from him. That's the one guy you absolutely cannot uh have him end up on the deal. At all, we I, uh, we need I need two hundred and I need two hundred plus innings from him, uh, with a good solid two and a half to three and a quarter ERA all year. Yeah, he's got to uh, be in this. They at least has a lot of offense with each. They at least team. has a shit ton of offense. The pitching you know is all what's questionable for most of these teams. Yeah, you know what's so wild about the AL East, right? Is that I just I just shit on our rotation, and we probably still have the best rotation in the AL East. You figure the only other team that's going to be competing with us is the Blue Jays, and their rotation is got awful. Their second best pitcher is Robbie Ray. Their first best pitcher is Heejin Ru. Those guys are both four starters to me. I don't give a shit what Heejin Ru did last year. It was it was the pandemic year. I don't count it. Heejin Ru needs more respect than a fourth starter. He's better than that. <laughs> no way, dude. He's a, a little fat two. lefty. He's a little fat lefty. He stinks. He's good. 
He stinks. Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah, but that's the whole trend I noticed when I was doing these uh, re- um, previews was that the pitching is awful on each team. Yeah, it really uh, is. The Blue Jays, yeah, you expect to take that next step, but they're going to be led by offense. I mean, you can't trust Steven Matz. He's looked terrific this spring. Everybody's on his dick again. But, I mean, I'm not buying into it because I've seen it before. Yeah, you were you you've been on that hype train many yeah, times. The Red Sox but, have a, a great offense, but no pitching. Martin Perez, no thanks. Um, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez was supposed to be the number one starter, already scratched. Yeah, so they have problems, and then uh, I'm not buying the Rays either. Me either. I think they take a step a step back. Even and the Orioles are the Orioles. If we did one of these every single year, every single year, I would say I'm not trusting the Rays this year. They're going to take a step back. And every year they prove me wrong. I don't know I mean, what it is, but they do but not have the pitching or the offense. No, they don't to keep up. With no way. I've looked at their numbers. I say they didn't have anybody like bat 300. I don't know how they do it. It doesn't matter. What <laughs> our rotation does. If our offense stays healthy within the Bronx, right? If judge and Stan, and I said this on the podcast with fury, if judge and Stan both stay healthy and they both hit 40 homers, it doesn't matter what our rotation does. If Sanchez bats 220 even, even 220. What are you expecting from Tyler Wade? Uh, just a guy off the bench that's going to play every play everywhere, right? I think he's going to play. He'll, he can actually play uh, almost all the infield positions. I've been reading a lot about him. He's quick. He's a guy that's going to pinch run a lot. He's going to come in for defense. He can play the outfield. Just a good. He's just a good solid. He's like you know, like we were talking about with Pilar. Like he's a guy that you just need to have to fill different spots. Whether you need a defensive run save, whether you need on base somebody to get on base and take a walk. I think Clint uh, Frazier's going to have a big year too. Clint Frazier's my breakout player. I think that uh, finally he gets a shot to play, and I could see him. This is no bullshit. I could see him hitting thirty-five homers. Thirty-five. Wow. Thirty-five. Yeah. Uh, I hope he does. He gets too much shit from people. He does. People he's try. a Yankee that I actually do he's like. Yeah. Yeah, because he's had to go through. He's had the worst of the worst people coming at him talking shit, but he's still they're here. They're, all they're, the homers. Stupid the- shit. Yeah, saying ship him out. He's got I don't know if you guys knew this. He's got like real bad migraine problems. So like he'll he'll sit with a with a headset on or like in a in a room and just blast music as loud from, as he can. That's from you got a concussion, didn't he? Isn't that what caused yeah. that? Yeah, he's got mad he had mad concussions, like four yeah. or five. So now he like gets migraines and he has to blast music to like help him. It's with wild. But in that lineup, nobody, everyone's he's going to be the guy that they want to pitch to if everyone's on. If Torres is on, LeMahieu's on. And if he's in the middle, if he's batting six. He's the perfect candidate to start the year, like batting 350 through the first month, and everybody's going to be all over him. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll, and he'll, yeah, I totally agree with you there. I totally agree. But, like, but it, he's got a great opportunity if he stays healthy because we probably all can place bets on Stanton or – judge getting hurt they both only played 20 games last year i mean granted stan came back in the playoffs and fucking annihilated everybody that was breathing but you i i can't expect that for 100 even 20 games from him anymore and i think truly if he doesn't put it together this year and stay healthy he's out we're gonna get rid of him i wouldn't even want him i don't want i never wanted him you don't yeah it's what about what judge happened? i don't i'm not I'm, gonna pay I'm not paying judge. I wouldn't unless pay judge gives, anything significant. Unless judge gives me 2017 numbers, I'm not paying. <laughs> I want to know what the fuck happened with Stan in the outfield. When he was in Miami, he wasn't a terrible outfielder. And now it looks like he he looks like he could never fucking he looks like he's never played. He's just too before. big. I think he's just yeah, but he wasn't old. that bad. I know. And that outfield is huge in Miami. Yeah, and he was known like he had a good arm and like he had a cannon. He, he, did. Now he, he, looks like, he looks like Daniel Murphy when they used to Duda when they put him in the outfield. That's how he looks now. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Sanchez, who knows? I mean, that's the biggest question mark to me. He's another guy. What if, what if you throw him at first base? <laughs> I, I honestly, I would rather put, I would rather, it, right now with Boyd going out with the meniscus, I would move, I would put LeMahieu at first. I would move Torres back to second because last year when he played short, he was his bat was so bad because I think it was a lot of mental in his head. Yeah, he's in his head. I think he should be back at second. I think Wade should start at short, and I think that's how it should roll. Because DJ LeMahieu can play anywhere. He's a phenomenal first baseman when he played there two years ago for us. Yeah. Let Voy heal and let's 
you put Wade in there, get some speed. Well, right now, right now we're penciling in here, boy, Jay Bruce at first. That is so dumb to me. That should not ugh, see. And listen, honestly, too, if we don't win the World Series this year, I think Aaron Boone's out the door also. Out the door. This will be his fourth or fifth year. We never made it to pass the ALCS. I mean, granted, we were in some heartbreaking ALCS losses, but. How much is that of that is him and how much is it the front office with the fucking analytics, the, the lineups they're telling on the run out there? I don't know. I wish we would get away from that. I don't know if that's worse than like, to me, that might be a worse situation than we have in football with the jets in the, in the co and the owner picking the coordinators and the fucking GM and head coach don't get to choose each other. I think in baseball, if you have the front office picking the lineups for you, I think that's even a worse situation than that's that. a recipe for disaster. What team has won lately that has admitted that they do that and it's been successful? None. Cause that doesn't win. I'm not a big analytics guy at all. Yeah, they're nice to build around, but you can't make everyday decisions based on analytics, in my opinion. I'm an analytics guy for like shifts and yeah. shit like that. I'm not okay. looking at a lineup though for analytics based on who the start. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing a one inning start. I'm looking at analytics in the offseason to improve my roster. Where am I lacking? Who can help me? Who can I bring in? I'm not looking at it. Um, not taking Blake Snell out of that World Series game last year. No but, chance. But even, That's my ace. I'm riding and dying with him. But even then, the Mets signed Pilar, and everyone starts throwing analytics out. They say he's a negative defender. In what fucking world? Yeah. Everything I know about Pilar is like diving catches. That's what yeah. I know. Pilar for. Say, okay, oh, so he, he lost a step because he's a little older, yeah. and he can't dive for these, but he's still better than most of these guys out here, so I don't have any time for that crap. But at the same time, they're trying to use it for Nimmo. Oh, he was playing... They did an interview with him, and he mentioned that the previous front office guys were playing him too far in and like 25 feet to the left too much. I saw that, and now he's playing deeper. <laughs> and then they showed like a, a fucking fly ball, and he made a diving catch. And they're like, see what he does when he goes deeper? <laughs> like, hmm. And the perfect balance in baseball is being able to figure out the, the eye test, right, the feel of the game, yeah. and then the athletics with it, right? We all know that. It's just amazing that these guys that get paid millions and millions of dollars can't it's figure just, out. They, they, they don't believe in the hot hand at all. I have to have, what were they watching our whole lives growing up? Like you, the Marlins win the World Series. What they do? They rode Josh Beckett, rode these guys. Yeah. CC getting the Brewers to the playoffs. Get Brewers to the playoffs. Yeah. That was that. that the Brewers are another uh, analytic. They got fucked in the NLCS though a few years ago when they were changing pitchers every inning against the Dodgers. They could have easily won that series if they just stuck with something. It's amazing how many times you will screw yourself from analytics versus how many times it actually saves you. Yep. I bet you the numbers are so skewed in the favor of it screws you way more than it helps. 100%. So with all that being said, I think the Yankees uh, will finish in the, with 96 wins. That's what I had them at, 96 wins, and win the division. I have Probably the Yankees with the, at 95-67. Real, yeah. real quick, do you, have a, do you have a name you'd want them to trade for as far as a starter at the deadline? I'm, I'm looking at guys who are upcoming free agents. I mean, there's nothing I think you, you're going to want. Give no, us some I, names. Yeah, who, what are you reading? I mean, Granky's there, but... Nope. Oh, you're not doing that here. Verlander, you're not doing Kershaw. Like, you know what I mean? Verlander is hurt, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Verlander's not even starting this year. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Morton, but I mean, Atlanta, you're, you're going to assume is in it. Yeah. They signed him for that, for that run. Uh, yeah. You got Kikuchi from Seattle. I mean, he's decent, but is that a game changer for you? Oh, no. Kikuchi's been, he's been awful since he came over. He's yeah, got like a I mean, five ERA. I'll, just for the sake, he's a lefty starter. But I mean, there's no names there that we historically we historically get guys like uh, Lance Lynn. Somebody he's, another, he, he's on there too. <laughs> Lance Lynn went to the White Sox. Yeah, he's a nice piece for them. Well, who someone you should try and get is like uh, Herman Marquez from the Rockies. I, I don't trust him one bit. You got your boy on here, uh, Zach Davies. But I mean, I think the Cubs assume they're going to be competitive. Now, Zach Davies is not a game changer for me. Honestly, I think it's going to, this might shock you guys, but I think it's going to be something big. If it's going to be a big one, I think it's going to be something like Scherzer. 
he's on there. I didn't mention him because I, I don't see it, but I, if the white Sox are, I mean, if the, if the nationals are out of it and they want to clear that payroll, you can't, you're not, you're running out of time to trade him. Like he, he's yeah. not going to be worth much in a couple of years. I'm looking at a guy like that, right? I'm looking at uh, Luis, Luis Castillo. I think maybe if the Reds are not playing well, we maybe give up a big haul to get Castillo over here. The Reds right? are iffy this year. I don't trust them much. So I'm I'm thinking of a guy like that, maybe. Luis Castillo, maybe. So if you if it's something you you're thinking big name as opposed to a rental. Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna we're gonna probably make two or three, probably most of them rentals, like a Lance Lynn again, you know, um Kevin Gossman. Guy like maybe, that. maybe somebody like that. Probably some guys from Arizona. Yeah, Bumgarner. My Angels got a couple guys that I mean they're not great, Bum, but Bumgarner, I could actually see being a guy we trade for. Bumgarner had zero quality starts last year in nine no, games. Count to me. None of it counts. <laughs> he's he's been trending downwards too. <laughs> yeah, that's okay though. I just need him for a couple innings, probably. I see. I think the Angels are actually going to be good this year. I don't think they'll be selling because they got like the Alex Cobbs and uh, those guys like that. But I think they're going to be in the race over there because I think they the Astros Alex. take a step back. And I think the A's, I have the A's running that division. You do? I think the A's are going to be trashed this year. They have the same team basically as last year. I can't believe you just mentioned Alex Cobb as somebody that I like is worth mentioning. I mean, he's the type of guy that would be traded at the deadline, but you know how guys at the deadline get like hyped I thought, up. I thought you were saying the Angels are going to be nice because they have Alex Cobb. I think he's a nice, like, complimentary piece to what they they have already over there because they got, like, Dylan Bundy, who's in the, that same who, category. Who actually pitched well. Yeah, they Griffin Canning. They have a lot of guys like that. But Cobb is, like, the type of guy that gets brought up around the trade deadline and then gets hyped up as better than he is. Yeah, yeah. He's like that type of uh, pitcher. It took him a while to get signed, too. Alex Cobb always annoyed me because he in baseball and video games, he has the changeup as his best pitch, and I hate guys with changeup as their best pitch. <laughs> I don't trust <laughs> Alex Cobb. He was nice with the Rays those first two years, but, I mean, he's Alex and Cobb. The nice is an overstatement. He was like 11 and 11. Yeah, but he had, uh, he had a few seasons where he was posting like uh, under three RAs, I believe. Maybe that's a little stretch, maybe like uh, over a little bit over three, but yeah. So I think the Yankees make a splash at the deadline for a pitcher. They can win 96 games, win the division. You guys have the Mets winning the division. No surprise there. I have the Yankees uh, finishing second behind the Blue Jays. But you have them making the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're a wild card. Yeah. Listen, here, uh, here's how I'm going to phrase that that against the, your Blue Jays thing. If the Yankees stay healthy, if Judge, if Judge plays 140 games, I'll be incorrect. With yeah. the, the Yankees will be in a division, win the division. But if he doesn't, if he plays a hundred or less, the Blue Jays probably have a good shot at winning that division. I'm banking off the injuries and then like Kluber and those guys to uh, not be so great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kluber's former Cy Young. Let's talk about uh, some awards. Who who you guys like to win the Cy Youngs in both divisions? We want to do MVP first. Whatever you want to do. We'll do Cy, yes. do Cy Youngs. Go ahead, right, Ed. So, Who do you like? I mean, the obvious in the NL is the ground for me. But what is it? Three, this will make three years in a row that he's in the running anyway. Not, not winning has, because of Bauer, but. I'll bring up uh, some odds here. Let's see. How many has, how many has uh, the ground won? He won two? two. Yeah, he won two. And last year he would have been three, but he faded kind of down the stretch. Yeah, I also am picking Degrom to win the Cy Young in the National League. Not I think that, if, I, the the lineup he has now is going to give him those fucking wins. <laughs> exactly, and the, I think if the Mets are going to win a division, like we all say, he's got to win the Cy Young. Yeah, got to. Yeah, he's the favorite. He's a uh, he? plus four twenty five. Who who is like the top three uh, odds? So there's some interesting names here. Uh, Bauer's second at plus 700. I think Bauer's going to be awful. He has a 3.9 career yeah. rate. No, thanks. You were pitching against nobody last year. Sit your ass down. Close yeah. your eye one more time. You'll catch a line drive to your face next time. <laughs> Max Scherzer, who we all agree is kind of falling off, or that trajectory is pointing that way. Walker Bueller. We never really got it going last year either. So I think he's still got another year or two away from Darvish. 
and Snell. They're both right there. And uh, Nola. Aaron Nola's been a, uh, filthy this spring. He's been nasty. If, uh, if the Padres are going to win that division, they're going to need one of those two guys to be in that conversation, though. I think they, I think they both got to probably win 15 games for the, for the Padres to be as good as everyone thinks. I'm looking at this. They got to get 30 wins between the two of them, I think. Or, or let me put it like this. The Padres have to win 30 yeah. of the they start. The Padres are deep. Their pitching staff is deep. Their bullpen's nice, too. I like them. Am I, taking? My NL, I'm probably going with DeGrom. All right. We all clean sweep on DeGrom. I can't buy into these other guys. Maybe my dark horse, probably like Jack Flaherty, guy like that. Jack Flaherty, I think, is filthy, and he could – I think he could elevate himself to that conversation up, this year. He, uh, the latter half of 2019, he was – Filthy. Best pitcher in baseball last year was last year. So, but he's a plus fifteen hundred. Not bad odds, dude. Uh, I just pulled up the AL odds. <laughs> Your boy, you were just talking about the fifth. Alex Cobb, Ryu, <laughs> Ryu, Ryu's fifth, dude. That's, Ryu's nice, dude. That's insanity. He's nice. Eric Cole winning the AL Cy Young, no questions asked. I'm looking at AL Cy Young right now. I'm going to go see Bieber, with, uh, Bieber going back to back. I'm going Lucas Giolito. Lucas Giolito was my second choice. All right now, what I, I don't know what Matt has. I have Cole Bieber Giolito one two three, and then uh, a close well, a close one two three. And then Glass now is kind of a distant fourth. I can't get behind Glass now. Glass now. Let me see real quick. Let me ask you guys this real quick as we talk about Giolito. Can you believe the Nationals traded Giolito for Adam Eaton? Bro, they got. Dane Dunning, Lucas Giolito, and Reynaldo Lopez for him. Dane Dunning, who they flipped now to the Rangers for Lance Lynn. Obviously, Reynaldo Lopez sucks. Either he's not terrible. Reynaldo Lopez is the worst pitcher I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't. I'm 100. He should not be on that roster. He is awful, and he should. Is he going to make the roster? He was there putting him in the bullpen. But you want to know what I wrote about him? I wrote, right-hander Ronaldo Lopez should never see the mound again for this team ever. I thought Ronaldo Lopez could be a, like, a, like a, another Seth Lugo type of guy. See, I thought the total opposite. I thought Ronaldo was going to have that rough start like he did and then get it together, just like uh, Lucas Giolito did. Well, Ronaldo Lopez, 4.9, 4. 4.7, 5.38, 6.49 last year. He's awful. Should not yeah. see the mound. He should be DFA'd. I'm surprised he hasn't been. So, Giolito for your Cy Young. Ed, who are you taking? Bieber? I don't, I mean, I could see him doing it. I don't want, I, that's just tough to, to replicate. I think the Indians don't have any offenses here. So, he, I don't, I don't buy the Indians. I think they stink this year. Well, I don't think they're any good, but he's a fucking stud. I think. So, who you got? Yeah, you got Bieber? Oh, kind of a dark horse. Well, in terms of the, he's still top ten in the odds. So I'll go Barrios, the Twins. Oh, nice. Yeah. He needs he needs to put it all together this year. I'm tired of waiting. He's got the stuff. Just, I'm tired. Ass Barrios. I said this on another podcast. Barrios and Luis Castillo, the same pitcher. On each yeah, side. I was just thinking that in my they're, head. They're I, both. They're hyped. They show stretches, but they never put it together. I had a. I saw a stat like Castillo for the last three years. His ERA balloons to like a 4.4 after the all-star break each year. So put together. How much, is, how much, how much is that as the Reds just being out of it? And he's like, all right, fuck this. I mean, I mean part of it. I think that's got to arbitration years. He's gonna have to do get a contract soon. So he's yeah. gonna have to step up. Might be yeah, he might just be hoping he gets traded. He wasn't bad last year, but yeah, he's he's definitely gonna get traded eventually. Yeah. All right, so we got Jose Barrios, Lucas Giolito, Garrett Cole, Cy Youngs. We all have clean sleep on DeGrom in the National League. American League, or let's do National League MVP. I'll start if you want. I'm going to yeah, take go Acuna Jr. I think, I think we're looking at maybe uh, 40 homers, 30 steals, 120 ribbies. Like, I think we're looking at an all-around fantastic, one of the best seasons in baseball type of year. I like that. I'll go with his uh, counterpart. Well, not on the same team, but Soto. 
I'm right he, there with Soto. I, I think that dude's just gonna start. He, I mean, not that he's, he's not already a stud, but Soto's gonna. He, I see like I see him going back in like 350 with like 40 moments. Dude, my like, prediction, my prediction yeah. for Soto this year was 330, 45 homers, 135 RBIs. Yeah. Without, that's, I, that's not even thinking that I'm stretching it. That's just realistically what he can do. He's, and see what he's going to He's he's my favorite player right now. I think. Is he 22? Like other than the Mets, yeah, yeah he's 20, 22. 22. Yeah. That's ridiculous. We got a nice young crop of players coming in up in baseball. Some other names up here, like Mookie Betts. Obviously, he can get it. Um, Bellinger. I think the Dodgers are going to take a step back. I mean, a step back for them is getting back to like 95 wins instead of like 100, in my opinion. But they have Arenado up here. I don't think he's going to be in consideration. Freddie Freeman was MVP last year. That doesn't count to me. Yeah, Freddie Freeman. I mean, he's done he's it good. over like he's whole, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yelich is a dark horse. Yeah, he's due for a bounce back. And you know what? He's not even. It's crazy that you can even say Yelich is a dark horse, right? Because he could easily win it. He, yeah. He's like he's like tenth on this list, which surprised me. Yeah, he's got what the same odds from what I'm looking. He's got the same odds as Arenado, Freeman, and Lindor. They're all twelve plus twelve hundred. Corey Seager is right, right there next to him too. No way. Yelich is the fifth ranked, uh, fifth ranked uh, fantasy outfielder too. Who is? Me. Christian Yelich. I have like that's Soto Acuna. Soto Acuna. And there's one more guy in there. Yeah. How, how about uh, about Machado? I was off the Machado train until last year. I was kind of down on his offensive game, but last year he went off. And All right, so got we my got respect back in. We got uh, Acuna. Who'd you say, Ed? Soto. Soto and Soto. All right, nice American League. Ed, you started. Who are you taking? Oof. This list is fucking ugly. I know who I'm taking. I, um, take. I have the same one as you, so. <laughs> <laughs> what is one of you two go then? This I'm, list is ugly. Matt tough. Chapman is fucking fifth on this list. Matt Chapman about like two thirty. Trout's the favorite, and it's not even fucking close. The MVP of the American League is going to be Shohei Otani. I agree, one hundred percent. Guy's going to hit ten homers. I mean, yeah, he's going to win ten games and hit thirty homers. I just drafted him as pitcher and batter in my fantasy league this year or today. No, so. There's nothing else that you can say is more valuable than a guy who's going to pitch and hit on the same day every time he fucking – every at-bat, four at-bats in seven innings and gives you seven innings on the mound. I mean, if he no. can show any consistency at the plate with him, Rendon, and Trout in the lineup, they have going to have to – I mean, they got fucking Dexter Fowler and Justin Upton as a corner outfielder, so it gets ugly. But <laughs> those no, three can I'll, carry. There he is again. I'll roll with his teammate, Rendon. MVP? Yeah. I like Rendon. I, I can't stand that motherfucker from his days with the Nats, but that dude just fucking hits. Nice. nice. I, remember, I remember when he came out of college getting drafted third, they said he had uh, knee issues and that was going to have him give him a short career. But I'm looking at dark horses here. I'm going to throw Carlos Correa out there because the contract year, he's had a few down seasons. How you feel about how you feel about any of these White Sox guys? They're all kind of in the same range with the odds. Is Luis Robert still considered a rookie? Yes. Well, I don't know. Actually, I think he, I think he got past that last year. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just, that's. I don't think he is because I'm looking at the rookie of the year odds, and he's not on there. He's not on there. Okay, so he would have been. Who's on there? Mountcastle, Ryan Mountcastle, rookie of the year. uh, Where the fuck was that? A Rosarena still. How can he be on there? Because yeah. he only went off in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Like, oh, so stupid to me. The American League is Rosarena, Kalenic, Wander Franco, Mountcastle, Rushman. Wander Franco reminds me of Jerks and Profar, <laughs> where we're just waiting for this dude and he never is good. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've heard Franco's name for, I mean, at least Here. five years now. Just like we did with Profar. Yeah. Right. Uh, the AL. Uh, rookie of the year. Huh? Are we doing AL rookie of the year? No, I'm not doing rookie of the year. I don't know any of them. I was just curious. I know a few of those yeah. guys, but. 
All right, so I got Otani, Matt. You got Otani, Ed. You got Rendon. So if the and if if, if we're, one of us is right, and the Angels still don't make the playoffs, I mean, someone's got to give. All right, World Series predictions. What do you what do you got? Um, I have the White Sox and Mets. Uh, I think the White Sox they needed a little bit of pitching. They addressed that. They lost Eloy, which sucks. Rough. It's a but Andrew Vaughn's going to come up at first, and then him and Abreu there. Andrew Vaughn can really hit. I don't know. I think the White Sox have it. Giolito's going to lead them against the Mets. Yeah, that's what I see. Who, 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 who do you have? Who do you have in the AL? Oh, yeah, ALCS. ALCS. Yeah, White Sox and who? He's got the Blue Jays because he's a fucking. I. I think the Blue Jays are going to make a run, yes. I just don't, I don't trust that pitching. Well, the, the, I think the AL is rather weak. You have the White Sox. After that, who? The Twins? I mean, their window's closing. The Indians stink. You have the Yankees, but they obviously have their question, as we mentioned. The rest of the AL at least not taken seriously other than the Blue Jays. And then the West, I mean, you can make a claim for the Astros, but I think they take a step back. I think the A's... I mean, we, how many times do we have to see the A's make it and not do anything with it? And then you have uh, – who's the other team in the AL West? That's all right. The, Astro, uh, the Angels. Yeah, the Angels, who obviously haven't done anything, and their leading pitcher is fucking Alex Cobb. So, I think, <laughs> right. I think the AL is weak. Mets and White Sox, who wins it? Mets in what, six? Yeah. I think uh no Mets in seven for the to make it a little more dramatic. Giolito, Giolito and Degrom game seven City Field. Ooh, electrifying. Degrom Full goes seven. We have a three nothing lead. Somehow Familia comes in, blows it, breaks my heart. <laughs> Who do you have a uh, since I asked you the other one? NLCS. NLCS. I have Mets and Padres. I think uh, I have the Padres winning the division, so the Dodgers are getting that wild card game. It'll be Dodgers Braves wild card game, which is actually a fantastic game. It's sad that we have to waste the NL Central spot on that because <laughs> NL Central is awful. All right, Ed, what do you got? ALCS, mm-hmm. Yankees, White Sox. Same. Like Matt said, that it's weak. I think it. Yankees, White Sox, Jays, as far as those any of those three, any of those three can get in, but I think the Yankees offense against those pitching staffs just it's too much in the come come playoff time. So you're gonna start all that mixing and matching and trying to get cute because you don't you don't trust some of those guys. And I think the White Sox are just a year a year away. So I'll go Same. with the Yankees. Was Eloy out for the whole year, or is there that possibility they can come back like Schwarber did that year? I think year, it's a couple like right months, at the end. no? Was it five, five months? Yeah, so he's like due back right at the end of September when September. they're making the playoff run. He'll step into the lineup, be cold, and take somebody else's spot out, and they'll lose. Yeah. I'll go Yankees there, and then uh, NLCS, Mets and Braves. <laughs> Let's get crazy. Man, that'd be a tense fucking week and a half. I, for real, I think I'll go Mets and six. Same thing, pitching. I don't think the Braves have. You get into that big game. Who? Which one of those guys are they throwing out there? Is it Freed? Oh, Anderson, Sakura, Sakuria. Yeah, I don't know. Guys don't scare me in a big game. Yeah, same. They're both the Subway Series. Subway Subway Series. I got a subway you guys series. Both have subway those. series too. Look at that. Yeah, the it seems, only it seems, it only seems cheesy, but I mean, it very easily could happen. I I, I said it the uh, on the Fury podcast. The New York City is going to open up. And the Nets are going to win the title, and then the Yankees and the Mets are going to play in the World Series against each other, and New York City is just going to fucking explode. I, the only difference I have is I have the Mets being the Padres in the NLCS, but I have the Yankees, White Sox, and Mets Padres. So we all have the same, oh, some version of the same AL and NLCS. Matt has 
White Sox winning. We both have the Yankees winning. We all have the Mets winning. So and that means it, that means it'll be Cardinals, Blue Jays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals stink. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, that could help. Them. They're one of those teams. Yeah, they'll take us to a five-game series in the playoffs on some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Yadi will hit another homer. You might lose on a hanging breaker. <laughs> or fucking, what's his name, giving up, uh, Steve Trachtel giving up a home run to Jeff Supon in game three. Another, another Familia quick pitch. <laughs> All right, good shit. Can't wait for baseball to start. Opening day is when, Matt? April 1st, Thursday. Thursday. Yankees playing on opening day, I think, right? Yes. Bet on the Mets. We're the best opening day record of any team ever. Interesting. Throw your money on the Mets. Anything else we need to add? Not particularly. Look no, for my uh, MLB preview drop coming. I Every fucking team hope. in depth. 90,000 words. 90,000 words. It's going to be posted when? Tomorrow? I'm going to finish it Before. right now, and it'll be up by the end of the, end of the night, if not tomorrow morning. All right, cool. Subway series, I really hope it happens just for New York City. I just, I want to see the city just erupt. I'm excited. It's nice to have stadiums in the Bronx and full stadiums in Queens. October baseball. I fly down for a game. Ed, meet me on the train. I'll go go. to the Mets Dodgers series or Padres. Fuck that. The Mets in the World Series. Your ass is on a fucking plane. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Fuck that. What are you talking about? I, I, went to, uh, I went to I went to NLDS game one by myself. Ditch my ditch yeah, my. I don't friends. care if we're at a bar. I don't care if we're at a bar in Queens watching. <laughs> you fucking your ass is flying in the Laguardia. Absolutely. Props. All right, good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, Subscribe, like. Thanks for listening. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Hit the fucking share button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button, you assholes. Please read my MLB preview. I put a lot of hours into it. I put 90 oh, yeah. words in. 90,000 words for you. Uh, you for that, for the YouTube link, I don't know how to do it, but there's a way you can link it to where when they click the link, it automatically subscribes them. Like that's the, that's the page it takes them to. I go, we got to figure out how to do that. Mary's nodding at me that she knows how to do that. So my God, so yeah. I'll have it set it up. Like, uh, yeah. All right, we out of here. All right. Peace. Baseball, good luck. Can't wait. Best day of the year. Farewell. If you like what you just heard, subscribe to the 3 and Out podcast on all podcast streaming platforms. And make sure to follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter at 3 and Out underscore.